What's up, UFO Garage? We're here with Dave Scott, Dave Scott. Spaced Out Radio, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> how you doing today, brother? I'm good, man. Good, man. Suffering good. through a little bit of a cold, but, you yeah. know, like, I made it through the entire Canadian winter without a cold. <laughs> First time ever. And, like, three days before I come down to UFO Con, my son gets sick at school. Oh, uh, no. And decides to pass it on to me. Oh, <laughs> so man. So it, it's like, come <laughs> on. Like, the timing couldn't be worse. But, right, right. But, you know, I guess that's just the way it goes sometimes. <laughs> yep, but, yep. Nothing like coming to sunny California with a cold. Like, <laughs> yeah. that. my goodness. I left home at 3.10 in the morning on Wednesday to catch a flight. I had to drive to Vancouver. And when I left home, it was minus 18 degrees Celsius. So that's about minus... 12 Fahrenheit. Jeez, and, dude. No. And I'm like, oh, this is cold, man. <laughs> yeah. cold. I didn't like that. Yeah. Didn't like that dude, at all. That is gnarly. I, I, I think the only time I've ever experienced a cold like that, uh, I come from like a military family, and so we used to live in Germany, and holy crap, like, like so much snow. Like I've never seen that much snow ever like anywhere else in my entire life. And then we like, you know, lived in texas our whole life and and man you know you just kind of develop that all right once it gets to about like in the 50s okay now it's cold like for us oh, you know man. what i'm saying like <laughs> i'm in a t-shirt man <laughs> it's if it's in the 50s i'm in a t-shirt yeah and shorts. yeah yeah <laughs> uh anything after that but like i'm one of those people though i would prefer it to be over 100 degrees than like freezing cold any day of the week like this is perfect this is awesome. yeah I, I'm, I'm digging this weather for and sure. i'm sweating yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> crazy man it's crazy dude well yeah man so i mean we saw your 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 first speech and then we watched you interview uh kevin day that was awesome man yeah. uh so i guess for you know a lot of people already know you and your show but for those who are maybe just kind of coming into this Tell them who you are and what you do, man. Yeah, I, I host a show called Spaced Out Radio, which runs seven days a week. I host Monday through Friday, and then we have a weekend crew right now of Everett Themer. We're looking for a new Saturday host to kind of take things on and, and, and join our team right now. But, you know, it, it's something that we do out of, out of a love and passion. You know, there's, there's a lot that we're trying to do. You know, we're just not a podcast. We're a live radio show. We're a business. Right. Yeah, that we're we're quite fledgling, but you know we're trying to be able to to bring this message to the masses, you know, because one of the things and God bless Art Bell, you know, I remember when I worked in terrestrial radio, you you'd walk into the studio, and you'd have to go do your your news or your sports or whatever, right, right. <laughs> but inside the newsroom. We actually had Art Bell playing on a different radio station. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, yeah. because, you know and, and one thing that I always say to people, guys, is there's a lot of people doing podcasts and shows out there, whether it's, it's on radio or whether it's on internet radio or podcasts or YouTube or, or whatever. And I always like to remind people, there's only one Art Bell. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> and so many of us who are are trying to cut our teeth into this and I've been doing this five years now we're all trying really hard to mark our own niche we'll never be Art Bell the biggest yeah. problem that we have in the paranormal industry is the best came first right <laughs> right okay yeah. you know like in hockey it took 70 years for the NHL to get Wayne Gretzky yeah, that's right. It, it took baseball 30 years before Babe Ruth mm -hmm. it took boxing literally hundreds of years before Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Right. And yet in radio, 
when it comes to paranormal radio especially the best came out of the gate first right yeah that's a great perspective and, on and, that and we're all judged on that yeah and what i always remind people whether it's our show or whether it's anybody else's show Give them a few weeks. Give them a few episodes before you say, oh, that guy's just trying to be like Art Bell or that woman's trying to be like Art Bell. We're not trying to be like Art Bell. We're trying to be ourselves. Right, right, and, yeah. And that's how we grow because there's still a lot of disappointed people out there that Art is unfortunately passed away and mm-hmm. you know, and he stopped doing his show. But at the same time, there's a lot of good broadcasts out there mm-hmm. and we just have to be able to give those people the support and the opportunity to do it and if you listen to my show great if you don't listen to my show but you listen to say jimmy church or or connie willis mm-hmm. or, or clyde lewis right. some of the best out there fine that's beautiful yeah. just listen because there's good topics and good people in this field everywhere mm-hmm. yeah absolutely man yeah yeah Love i think it's super important like you know make it your own be yourself you you can't be these you know these other you know these other people who are who are great you know and uh i I know that we had had a comment one time where you know i said that you know i really enjoyed clyde lewis like i i loved his show you know it was like it was uh you know uh coast to coast and then well actually it was it was uh uh clyde lewis first you know ground zero and then coast to coast would come on and i would stay up late just to catch those two shows you know and and you know we had a comment that were like oh you guys are nothing like clyde lewis and it was like no but that's that's the point we're not trying (laughs) to be like clyde lewis you gotta be your own thing you know yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, you gotta everybody wants to throw this copycat label out there Uh uh-huh when all you're trying to do is be yourself yeah and it's unfair it's a it's obtuse thinking Mm -hmm. yeah and we just have to you know support each other you know like there's too much bitching and moaning in this entire field (laughs) For what? There yeah, is a absolutely. lot of like weird you know, politics, man. Exactly. <laughs> weird shit. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, you know, think about it in a in a retail selection, man. Like you go to the mall, how many clothing stores are there? There's you know, the average mall say 20, 30 <laughs> yeah. in an average mall. Yeah. yeah. Okay, imagine if you had one Mm-hmm. Because that's what the paranormal community, you're not Art Bell, you're not George Nori, you're not Art Bell, you're not George Nori. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we, I know. Oh, yeah. You know, so just, just sit back and relax and be thankful that there are this many people out there, yeah. some better than others. Right, yeah. Who want to get some sort of message out because they feel it's their drive, their ability, their duty to do that. <laughs> he said duty. Duty. Nice. Duty. <laughs> yeah. Purpose. Uh, uh, man, yeah. So and, that's, and, our, that's our niche right there. It's just <laughs> dumb. It's, it's a little goofy. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, man, yeah, so I, I was looking through, you know, like your show and like how it's all set up and dude, like every single day. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah seriously. That is impressive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I would assume that's, this is like what you do full time, right? Yes. I mean, that's, that's just kind of, see, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. We do, we try and do one a week. Occasionally we'll get in two a week, but we still are putting in, you know, 50 plus hours, like yeah. at regular jobs, you know, but still trying to do this and, and keep it going on. Cause like you said, man, it is cool. It's really important. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's something that, you know, you try and just trying to get the word out, you know? Absolutely. And I can honestly say, and I've said this story many times, but you know, there's always people who are like, ah, oh, that's BS, but God's honest truth. If I would have known how much there was for people doing this type of a broadcast, I probably never would have done it. 
<laughs> like when I left terrestrial radio in 2007 and I signed off the air for the final time, I walked away from radio. Right. I didn't know what podcasting was. I had no idea blog, blog talk radio. I, had, I didn't even know up until recently how to put a YouTube video on. Right. I just didn't know. Like I'm very technically naive. And so where I come from in Canada, the only thing we had for paranormal was coast to coast. Yeah. And so when we started spaced out radio, I remember my friend, Johnny Enoch, he was saying, well, we're going to put this on radio. I'm like, well, what radio station is going to pick us up? You just don't walk into a radio station and say, hey, I have a show. And they say, okay, let's put you on the air. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right? Trust us. It's good. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And then he introduced me to Blog Talk Radio and Mixler and all of these, these online broadcast forums. And I knew nothing about it. I knew nothing because, like I said, when I walked away from radio, I walked away. And I've literally had to find my own niche over time. But if I would have known there were literally thousands of paranormal podcasts out there, I don't know if I would have done it. Right. Yeah. I really don't. And I feel like there's more and more recently, like in the past maybe three years, that just kind of blew up. Like there's, there's, there's podcast, there's like hundreds of podcasts just about. Bigfoot, you know, <laughs> like know. cryptids and things, you know. Yeah, it's it's kind of blown up for, for sure. It has. Yeah. And, you know, without putting anybody down, there's too many. There's too many. Mm-hmm. And, and what happens when you get too many is you, you start to focus on only certain aspects of the research you're interested in. Mm. You're not going after the full research because if something doesn't suit your parameters you're not going to cover it Mm. and that's what we see is there's so many different podcasts being broken down into segments like if you take bigfoot Mm -hmm. okay you have the scientific community who believes it's a hominid believes it's a you know a relative of gigantopithecus then you have the spiritual community who believes that it's an interdimensional shapeshifter much like a lot of indigenous people believe okay yeah and people who've had strange experiences they can't explain then you have the community who says sasquatch are people too and should be given the right to vote right <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> i love all all of those <laughs> but well so do i yeah. but do we really need a hundred podcasts of each yeah no right? no I, I think i think to play devil's advocate on that would be that there has been like this huge rise in interest of the subject as a whole like it's kind of like mm-hmm. r- like had this new surge of like Absolutely. energy that like so many people have have gotten this interest and i think a lot of these shows and stuff have started to pop up to kind of fill Absolutely. fill the de- the demand you know Absolutely. what i'm saying yeah and they'll eventually i think the you know These the weaker ones flow. will will yeah. die off you know well it's what just happens kind of we're in a, a time yeah. what happens happen. is people get bored or they get stuck. Like, I remember, guys, when I was at 10, 12 listeners a night. Right. And that hurt. Right? And I was like, really? Is this worth it? Mm-hmm. Then you see the numbers slowly to 20 to 30 to 50 to 100 creeping up. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where you have to stay focused. A lot of people get frustrated over that. Or they, they don't understand. You know, this thing right here is a powerful thing. And if you don't know how to speak on it, if you don't know how to be comfortable on a microphone, 
it's very difficult. Yeah. You yeah. know, you get the people who will do the play-by-play. Well, I'm hold on one second here. I'm just going to take a sip of my coffee. Gulp, 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 gulp. <laughs> <sighs> that coffee is really, really good. I'm just going to put my cup down now. Yeah, it, yeah. We don't need a play-by-play. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right? Abs- yeah, no, I know. Just, just talk. <laughs> like, yeah. you guys are very natural. You know, I've been watching what you guys are doing, and I'm yeah. always listening, man. Yeah. I'm always listening. I've been listening to what you guys are doing. You guys just come in here, you have fun, and you... <laughs> you know, you just talk and let's yeah. talk about some fun subjects. And that's what it needs to be. Like you guys, you don't care right. about what the subject matter is. Let's just talk. Let's yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. You know, We're just and, very so curious people, people. So many people, you know, uh, Bigfoot's a big hairy monkey. And, you know, or you get a lot of the paranormal podcasts out there. What kind of equipment do you use? <laughs> oh, you use that? Right, right. Yeah, I stopped using that about six years ago because, uh-huh. you know, I heard from a friend of a friend of a friend who says that doesn't work properly, and huh. I believed what they said, so I can't believe you're still using that after right, all this. Right, right. Like, <laughs> what? F off. You, you <laughs> know, it, I, think, right? I think one thing that helps us out a lot, too, is the fact that we're not trying to bestow knowledge upon you we're not trying to tell you like exactly. what we know and what we think we're we're we want to learn if you have something to say we want to learn about it and we want exactly. to that to translate to the listeners like you learn along with us at the same time mm-hmm. you know and that's that's kind of like our goal it's it's not to teach you it's to have you learn at exactly. the same time as we are i have a slogan for spaced out radio it is we believe everybody and the reason why we do that is I've never sat in your shoes. I've never stood in your shoes, okay? So who am I to sit there and say that your experience is wrong? Your experience is a right, lie. Right. You know, I've had things happen to me, man, that I can't explain. They are completely different than what everybody else has reported. Does that mean I'm wrong with what I saw? I don't think so. Right, right. I mm-hmm. don't think my eyes are lying to me. Right, yeah. Right, it's your experience. I, I Absolutely. Wanna, yeah, if you're comfortable with, share, would you like to share? Could you yeah, share your, yeah, your experience what, that, that so, you, you experienced? Uh, I know you have this little friend, Carl. Carl. Yes, right. I want to know about so, Carl. So, how, did, did is this something that happened at the studio, or is this something that happened okay. at your house, or uh, do you want the long version or the short version? Give me the Let's long go version, for the man. Long version. All right. I hear it. All yeah. right. So, I'm somebody. I always have my outdoor lights on. Mm-hmm. And this happened at my previous home. And for some reason that week, I just was always forgetting to turn my outdoor lights on. And I lived in a subdivision. I had a rancher-style house. So, you know, all the fronts look the same. They have the big bay window for the living room, then the front door, then a bedroom, and then the garage door, right? That's pretty much what it is. Mm -hmm. And we had moved my daughter downstairs into a brand-new bedroom that we built for her. And I kind of converted her old bedroom into my first pseudo radio studio. Right on, yeah. And about three nights of not turning my outside lights on. uh, Actually, let me preface this first. We always have one of those houses back then where all of our friends could come over at any time. They all knew our code to our garage door. Nice. Knew that our, you know, just text a message and front door will be unlocked. Like, yeah. I wanted one of those community homes for all my buddies. You know, that's cool. Yeah, mainly that's because I hated going out. <laughs> yeah, right? yes. If you come over the, to yeah, my just house, come on over. Yeah. Come on over. Yeah. The, beer is always, the beer is always cold and the coffee's always on. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so 
we ended up, uh, you know, just always having people over. So it was not out of the realm of possibility for somebody to come over at like 9, 30, 10, 10, 30, 11 at night. Mm-hmm. And I'm a night owl, so I don't care. Right. I usually go to bed around 1, 30, 2 o'clock every morning. Yeah. And, <coughs> excuse me. And so um, on this particular night, it was... April 20th, 2015. So, yeah, of course, uh, 420. Everybody's going to be like, (laughs) what were you smoking, Dave? I don't smoke pot. Okay, yes, I come from Canada. I'm one of the only ones who doesn't smoke pot, (laughs) right? (laughs) And and so, all of a sudden, it's about 1017. This is only when I had a two-hour show. I was interviewing a guy named uh, Harvey Kraft, and we were talking Buddha of all topics. Cool. And... Out of the corner of my eye, so if I'm facing here, so if I'm facing the camera, that's where my computer screen is, and the window would be to my left about three, four feet. And out of the corner of my eye, I see something move out the window. And so my first inclination is, oh crap, somebody's come over. They're going to come ring the doorbell or knock on the front door, and my dogs are going to bark. (laughs) And at that time, I had a little Chihuahua dachshund yeah. where if there was a knock at the door, that was the equivalent of about 25 <laughs> minutes of barking. Yes. yes. I'd, okay. I'm very familiar with that. Yeah. yeah. So here I am thinking, crap, you know, like it's a thin wall in between in between the room and the, and the front door and the hallway area there. And I'm thinking, crap, this is going to be a lot of noise, a lot of noise. Yeah. And there's no knock at the door. There's no dogs barking. So I get up, and I only had probably three or four friends that knew I was actually doing the radio show at that time. My parents didn't even know I was doing this, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. And so here I am broadcasting, and I'd swivel my chair and look out the window to see who is there. And I look, and on the other side of the window, there is this big gray head with giant black eyes staring back at me out of the corner of the window <laughs> and I looked at it and I went oh shit and I, and I jumped back thank god my microphone was on mute right I fell back in my chair I immediately got up jumped up and wa- like it's only one and a half steps to the window All right, looked out the window this thing was gone like completely gone. Yes. All right. And if it was a human, I would have seen them go down my driveway and I didn't have a long driveway. I would have seen them by my vehicle. I would have seen them on my front yard or running away or Uh going to the front of my house, something. In the meantime, in my headphones, Harvey Kraft is, yep, 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 yep. (laughs) Boo to this, boo to that. This is how I got into it. Knows nothing about what is going on. Whoa. Right? So I come back on, or I text my wife first, and I said, alien at the window, get in here now. <laughs> my wife is very empathic. Oh, wow. So she comes in, and Harvey's still chatting, <laughs> still chatting. And she's putting her hands up, and her hands immediately, my wife always has cold hands, and her hands are immediately burning, totally picking up on the energy. Whoa. And, and so... She immediately runs to the kitchen, grabs the sage, and she's and the Palo Santo wood, and she's going around the <laughs> yeah. house yeah. and all this shit. A few hallelujahs, you know, and going from there. Yeah. And. Wow. Yeah. Dang. 
So I, have you, uh, is this the first kind of encounter or experience or weird that thing was, that you... That was, no. No, okay. No. So this is the first time that you saw Carl. That's the first time I saw Carl. Now, Carl did come back. Okay. It took two years. October 27th, 2017, I was interviewing Olaf Phillips, and we were talking secret space program. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you guys got to get Olaf Phillips on your show. Okay. Yep. Great Connect us, man. He's actually going to come here tonight. Oh, oh awesome. awesome. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah. I'll make sure I introduce you guys Absolutely. to him. Perfect. That'd be cool. And uh, one of the great guys in this field. And anyways, Olaf is uh, is uh, um, hanging out, and, and we're doing our thing on the show. And all of a sudden, like... For people who've had the experience, what happens to you is immediately you recognize the energy that follows with it. So, for instance, you know, ghost people, they'll always know when a ghost is around. And you're like, how do you tell? They'll be like, I just know. Yeah. I, or they'll say, I can feel it. Right. right. Okay. And that's exactly what happens except with extraterrestrials. Yeah. Okay, exact same thing. I believe So it. here I am bro- broadcasting. It's about 11.35 Pacific time. And we only got like 25 minutes left in the show. And all of a sudden, I get hit with this energy. And I know it's Carl. Damn. I know cool. it's Carl. And, and so Olaf's chatting away. I cut Olaf off. I said, Olaf, Carl's back. Oh. On the air. You can hear this. Dude. And he's like, what? I said, Carl's back. He's like, was he at your window? And I'm like, no, I can feel him. He is here. This is the first time I have felt him in two years. Wow. He is here. And so we end up, you know, talking about this the entire shit, the rest of the show. And I'm like, I got to sign off. I got to go look for this. Right. So I go outside. And I broadcast out of my home. I got this beautiful studio. I'm in my new house now. Nice. And uh, and you got to realize I, I live about 250 miles from where my first incident with Carl happened. Okay. Oh, whoa. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I go outside and I've I live on about a half acre, and my driveway is about a quarter acre long. And uh, I got these big, long, tall, like 60, 70, 80 foot trees in my front yard. And then my driveway kind of goes flat, and then it tears down a little bit. And in the back of my house is my carport. Right. And so I walk through my carport. Both my vehicles are parked outside of the carport facing my backyard. And I watch these, best way I could describe them, these like Nike swooshes that are like in a yin and yang position. Okay. Okay. Float in between at about six feet in between my cars. I've got Olaf on my cell phone and I'm telling him this and he's like, are you going to go over there? I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I have to. I have to. Now, so you weren't afraid or? Oh, absolutely. My arsehole was about that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. But I had to. Yeah. So I walk in between my, I watch this orb as I'm starting to walk towards it. This orb goes, so from, if both my cars are pulled in front facing, this orb goes from rear end of the vehicles to the front and then came back. And I was like, okay, I'm going up there. I yeah. got I to see this. Yeah. So I walk through my carport, and I go have a look, and of course there's nothing there. Yeah. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic. Oh, you're good. <laughs> and, but the energy is intense. Yeah. Hugely intense. And so I end up, you know, saying, Olaf, I got to call my ET guy, a guy named R. Keith Andrews. 
And I said, I need to talk to him. So I got to let you go. So he's like, no problem. Just keep me in touch. So I hang up with him. And I'm starting to get scared. Okay? Because, like... Rightfully so. Yeah. 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 This is just... It's an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. So what I do is I go back in my house, run upstairs, and above my carport, I have a patio. And I go stand on my patio. And I get Keith on the phone. Just happens couple minutes late before I called just happened to wake up for Whoa. no reason oh, it's like man. now it's about 1230 at night wakes up for no reason I said Keith Carl's back and he's like really oh pardon me I gotta reverse that for a second so as I'm standing on my patio do you remember the movie signs uh-huh yeah. remember remember where the kid crawls on top of the car with the with the uh, the baby monitor and you start uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. So I start hearing in my yard. No, from, from my backyard <laughs> up to my trees. So I have this conversation. I'm listening to this conversation of from my front yard in my back. And they're talking. Whoa. Okay. So I call up Keith down crapping bricks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I call up Keith. I'm like, Keith, Carl's back. And, and out of the blue, Keith says, okay, I'm tuning in. Yeah, I feel him there. He's not alone. He's got some buddies with him. He goes, just out of curiosity, have you heard any sounds? I didn't mention it, Keith. Just out of the blue, he says, have you heard any sounds? And I said, well, there's this conversation going on of, and he goes, does it sound more like this? And he did something with his throat. And I'm like, that's it. Whoa. And he's like, and as soon as I said, that's it, in my backyard, it's, right? I'm like, you got to be kidding me right now. Oh, dude. You, you totally got to be kidding me. <laughs> so here I am standing, looking into my backyard. And Keith is like, can you see them? And I'm like, no. And he's like, he goes, look behind your tree. Keith has never been to my house. He goes, look behind your tree. So I'm moving, and my cherry tree is still quite full as it gets ready for winter to lose its leaves and everything. And I still can't see anything, right? And he's like, oh, they're there, right? And then I look up my driveway, and I'm trying to find the tree where the other guy is, right? And, you know, you see things out of your corner of your eye of movement. You turn Uh and look, and there's nothing there. And you're like, fuck. Oh, dude. And, And so... This went on for about 20, 25 minutes. So they're just playing hide-and-go-seek in your yard. But here's the thing I noticed, because this is now the second time this has happened to me. Okay. When they want to get away, they call you to a different area. So all of a sudden, I had this urge to go down. I got a lake about two miles from my house. Mm -hmm. And it's got a pull-in, you know. And And the message that I was getting was, hey... Go there, go to the lake, you're going to see our craft, you're going to see other aliens there, get your ass there now. So me being the typical Canadian, what I do is I will figure, well, if I'm leaving my house at 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to Tim Hortons first, right? (laughs) So I drive 10 minutes into town, grab myself a donut and a a, a Tim Hortons ice cap. (laughs) It's it's getting snacks for the show, man. And then I drive back, but I can still feel the energy. Yeah. And then I drive past my house, go to the lake... To the, to the parking area in the lake. And, of course, I'm sitting there for like half an hour 
and there's nothing. Oh. Go back to my yard, there's nothing. So I think that's an escape mechanism right. that they Interesting. use. Yeah. And uh, like I said, that's the second time I've had that happen to me. Wow. But that's the legend of Carl. Oh. It's awesome, man. And he just needed a name. And, and Carl's the first thing that popped into my head. Now, psychically speaking, I have heard from a number of psychics who say that they have connected with him. And I never talk about this on air. But they will actually say that Carl really doesn't like the name Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh my God, that's insane. He's, he's sitting there, like, kind of pissed about that yeah. name. <laughs> oh man! But, out, of, out of all the names, you chose Carl. So, what is your what does your buddy say that the the sound is? What does he think he that says it, that's it's just, just communication the, the way, or the way they orally talk? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah uh, that's interesting because yeah, the 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 orally usually it's it's tel- telepathy yeah. that you hear about the the audi- mm-hmm. you never really hear about uh, like what they sound yeah. audibly. Well, don't or, forget, there's different species too, right, and they right. all yeah. communicate right. different, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, am I happy about it? Absolutely, man. Yeah. 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 That's incredible, man. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool... I mean, you know, but here's the thing, guys. A lot of people don't believe that story. Number one, because I'm in the media. Number two, because there is no proof. Right. Okay? Right. There is no um, photographs. There is no audio recording. There is no video recording. There's nothing. And the first question I always get asked by people is, well, you have an iPhone. Why didn't you just record it? And I may talk about my experiences. I I don't think I brag about them, but I talk about them. And I want people to take me seriously, but you got to trust my word. Mm, Right. My experiences for me have been for me. I am not a researcher, okay? I don't care about going into the, going into uh, a field or, or on a UFO watch or into a paranormal investigation or the forest looking for Bigfoot. I don't care about carrying a camera. Right. I am there for myself. It sounds very selfish, but I'm not a researcher. I'm an experiencer who yeah. just wants to take it all in. Absolutely. I don't need the photo because I already know what happened. Yeah. I don't need, I mean, is it nice? Like, there's been times, yeah, where I've said, damn it, I wish I would have taken a picture of that. Right, right. Yeah. But also right. in the moment, I mean, it's kind of the last thing you're thinking about exactly. is your phone. Yeah, absolutely. You, know? you never like, know. The moment you look down, it could be gone when you look back up. Exactly. You're so. wasting time by fiddling with your phone. <laughs> yeah, And absolutely. you're so, and, you know, absorbed with what's happening. Yeah, and, you're, and you're probably yeah, so man. shaken by adrenaline, you, you would get a blurry photo anyway, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, no, and it, people and would complain right. about your <laughs> shitty photo. Exactly. So you can't win. You know? Yeah. So I just, I just let it. I just want it for me, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, man. and I don't think there is anything wrong with that. You know, a lot of people in this field have problems with it. I don't. You know, I still want to be old school, where I can trust someone's word that they're not going to bullshit me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm not going to BS you guys on my story. I'm not going to BS your audience. I'm not going to BS my audience. Right. right. My audience continues to grow, and. I think that's because they feel I am a voice of reason that they can trust. Yeah. And as long as you don't break that code and break that trust, people are going to take your word. And it's not about trying to steer people in a different direction mm-hmm. or, or make them think like you are thinking. It's about just being honest. Like, what's mm-hmm. wrong with just being honest? Right. Yeah. right. And this field is filled with dishonesty because... 
people want that 15 minutes of fame. Right. They, they right. want their story told. Oh, did you hear about Joe Smith who, you know, had four alien Im- implants up his ass? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's proud to talk about it. <laughs> right. I mean, but there is all of these people out there. You know, in research land, we have all of these people who say they're conducting scientific experimentation when really they're only conducting opinion Mm. Mm -hmm. to prove or disprove their opinion. Yeah. And you know that they haven't done anything scientific since high school. (laughs) Right. Paranormal is the exact same way. Uh Like, I literally stop. I literally, like, when I bring on a paranormal team now, to talk about ghosts or whatever, I will literally say to them, if you use the word science, our interview is over. Uh Because nothing you do is scientific. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing. (laughs) You have no laboratory. You have no control. Using technology is not scientific. Right. You're just just a camera crew. There's a difference. That's all it is. Exactly. Uh And and you know, when I've been blessed enough, guys, where I have people that I can talk to who have scientific backgrounds. Dude, I was the dumbest guy in science. I, it, it just never clicked in for me. Right, right. So I'm lucky enough where I have been able to develop relationships with real scientists, with PhDs, with doctorates, who I can go to them at any time and say, hey, what do you think of this? Right. How right. does this work? Yeah. And that's where I get my, my information from. Whereas if you look at the investigation between people lying about science when they're conducting opinion, when you look at all these people out there who are saying they're, they're journalists or investigative journalists, but they've never worked for a news outlet or done anything freelance, you know, I'm sorry, people, you may not like this, but writing a blog or doing a vlog on YouTube right. is not journalism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Learn the craft. But everybody is looking for that upper hand so they can speak at a conference, get that appearance on a television show or a documentary or a movie mm-hmm. or write a book or something along those lines because the unfortunate part about this business, there is no education, there is no training. And Yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. definitely not. Absolutely I mean, not. I, I feel like there's a big difference between a UFO researcher and a UFO enthusiast. I think you, you had you had touched on that a little bit in your in yeah. your uh, talk as well. Like, I really appreciate that because we were kind of in the in the um, the same kind of conversation. Like, are we are we researchers? I mean, we have a podcast. I mean, but we're not really. We're like desk really. chair. We read stuff and we and do listen research. to people's stories. But I don't right? Think we're researchers. No. I don't know. You I know, mean, we're enthusiastic about we're just, what we we're do. We're just two dudes interested in the subject yeah and we like to talk about it (laughs) you gotta get you gotta get a better beard man yeah i'm working on it you gotta get a better beard he says his looks more like a like a brillo pad if he grows it out yeah you can see straight through when you do it I i hear you no but you're right and and the problem is uh and it was funny because i was just talking to kevin day and chris bledsoe about this we have to as a community Stop bullshitting each other. I hope I can say that. Yeah, absolutely. We need to stop bullshitting each other. Stop trying to raise your own profile by lying about your resume. Because, like I say with a lot of the... And I'm going to take it from a journalism standpoint. Okay? I can prove my credentials. I can tell you which radio stations I worked at. You could go online and look those up. I mean, hell, just a couple weeks ago, I had the dean of broadcast journalism, the dean that I had under me or above me, okay, 
on my show as a guest. It's <laughs> awesome. Right? So nice. I can prove that, yeah. that I worked in the field, worked in the industry. You know, but a lot, for anybody out there watching this, whether you're, you're, you're a writer and you're calling yourself a, an investigative journalist, but you have no journalism, if you're calling yourself a scientist, look at that, Michael Schratt. Michael Schratt. I am Mike? totally fangirling right now. <laughs> How you doing, my friend? Hey, how's it going, man? How you doing, man? Nice to meet you. Michael Schratt, nice I, I know you can't see him on camera. Yeah. Michael Schratt, in my opinion, is yeah, yeah, the number one aircraft UFO historian out there. The number oh, one. And we are so blessed to have a gentleman like this. I totally fangirl over him. Like, I, I get, like... Honestly, yes, you, yes. you are one of the best. And, and you know, the, the, the fact that we actually get to be in your presence with your hard work, honestly. That, <laughs> no, that, that's just uh, being way too honest and candid there. That's but a researcher. Thank you, Michael. I'll <laughs> chat with you later. I love Michael Schrapp. Yeah. If yeah. anybody has the... Uh, has the uh, chance to go on YouTube, Michael Schratt, S-C-H-R-A-T-T. Mm -hmm. Please do yourself a favor. He's got some great and, stuff. And look yeah. him up. He is like, oh, I'm just like, fuck yeah. That's yes. Michael yeah. Schratt. <laughs> yeah, like like Goodall's had nothing but awesome stuff to say yeah. about yeah. it. So yeah. what was I saying before? Oh, yeah, about, about I think it was about the research. Yeah, yeah. Just Okay. Yeah. You know, be yourself. Like, if you're out there... Stop lying about your credentials. Stop lying about what you're doing or what you're looking for. Stop saying you're conducting scientific experimentation mm -hmm. when you haven't conducted a scientific experiment since grade 10. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Get back to being yourself. Because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, that every, mostly everybody forgets in this field, except the upper echelons, people in that upper echelon that we all want to try and strive to be like. Okay. And that is this. Do yourself a favor and just be honest. Because yeah. if we can't, if, or pardon me, if you are willing to lie about your credentials and lie about what you do because you've convinced yourself this is the way to go, we cannot trust your research. Mm. So for those out there, uh, once again, because I'm a journalist, I'll pick, I'll pick on the journalism crowd out there or the fake journalism right. crowd. All right. For those out there who are putting on their resume that they're a journalist, but they're, they're not, okay, stop. Right? How can we trust your word, your research, anything that you write if you are willing to lie about your credentials? And that's what kills this field, guys. You talk to anybody in the upper echelon of researchers, they will tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's, it's Kevin, PSA. whether it's Kevin Day, whether it's it's Michael Schratt, whether it's Grant Cameron, Richard Dolan, Lorian Fenton, many others. There's a huge list. Right. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Blame my son for the cold. <laughs> all right. But but that is something that we all need to strive for. Yeah. And the problem that we have in this community is we have too many people saying, "Yeah, but." she's a nice person yeah but he's a nice guy yeah but that person is really really good looking or, <laughs> yeah, or whatever definitely. it may be there's always a yeah but let's stop the yeah buts everybody always talks about how do we fix this community how do we clean up this community it's real simple stop supporting those who are lying about their credentials doesn't matter what field whether it's ufos bigfoot 
dogman, mm-hmm. psychic intention, yeah. paranormal ghosts. Mm-hmm. Does not matter, guys. The formula works the same yeah. in every area of research. And when we stop supporting those, whether they have a podcast, a blog, a television show, a conference, when we stop supporting those people, we're all going to be better off. And for you guys being new in this field, you know, sure, some of the names are enticing. They're exciting. But when you look at their credentials, and it's probably something you've never thought of. When you look at their credentials, say, look, okay, this guy says he's a scientist. Where did he go to school? Right, right. Now, if he says, I'm an amateur scientist, we're all amateurs at something. Right. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. But if he says, I am a scientist, where'd you go to school? Where'd you get your degree? Yeah. Right? If they say they're a journalist, where did he work? Yeah. Because writing a little blog or vlog is not journalism for some internet UFO website or Bigfoot site or paranormal site. That's not right. journalism. You have no clue. What beat did he work? Yeah, just right? try and keep the integrity integ- together. Some you know integrity. That's, that's a great word. Yeah, yeah. keep your integrity. Keep the integrity. You, I mean, if you have integrity and you suck, you know, <laughs> like... That's cool. At least you're honest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And people would Absolutely. probably respect that a lot more. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and I also want to preface this because it's the Canadian in me. I don't want people to think that, you know, I'm trying to put myself or my show on a pedestal above and beyond everybody else's or, or what I am as a journalist above and beyond everybody else. That isn't the case. I just want clean research. When I bring somebody on my show, I want it to be clean. I want it to be true. I want it to be trusted. I don't care what road it goes down, right? Right. That doesn't matter. I want to know where your research goes, but I want to know that your research is prevalent because you've been honest with your credentials. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. I love that, man. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. You got to keep it, like you said, keep it clean and and Mm -hmm. keep it, you know, honest. You know, honesty is going to get you, you know, a lot further, you know, because I mean, especially in, in this community, like you said, there is a lot of, uh, I guess, hacks, for yeah. lack of a better word. Um, but at the same time, you know, you start to see that those people also really get exposed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of make like one little mistake and that's it. Dude. Yeah. Like Absolutely. a lot of people turn on you. I feel like some sometimes it's like you, you turn on that afterburner, some people that don't have the credentials and then they get famous for something like you know, I think we both know who we're talking about, yeah. the, the, Cor- the Corey Good thing. You know, yeah. I think there was a lot of controversy controversy around yeah, but there's, that. there's more than yeah. just Corey Good guys. Oh, absolutely. I know one person out there right now who claims to be an investigative journalist, and he went on Twitter slamming somebody. Yeah, this guy doesn't think I'm a journalist. And I, and I went on there, and I said, you're not. Right? Yeah. I said, you're not. I said, if you are, I said... Tell me, what, what station did you work at? What paper did you write for? Mm-hmm. What's your credentials? Where did you go to school? What's your background? I can provide mine. What's yours? Shut them right up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Shut them right up. But So doing this whole radio thing, man, I know that you, you, know, you were uh, the journalist. Yeah. You, you put in your time. You did your thing. What kind of branched out, like, what, what made you branch out into, like, the, the you know, the UFO phenomenon, the paranormal? Was yeah, it because of question. your experiences, yes. or is it, you know, just something you were interested in, and then the experience started to happen? No. Uh, when I was, um, started my experiences, my experiences started heavily 
in December of 2011. Uh-huh. And I didn't start Spaced Out Radio until November 30th, 2014. So literally three years, I was going on the internet, try, watching every ghost show, UFO show, Bigfoot show, any documentary I could find yeah. on cable mm-hmm. to try and figure out what was going on with me. I was going to the bookstores, trying to find anything. Okay, like when I had my Bigfoot experience, you know, trying to figure out what happened there. All right, and was this what other people were seeing? And UFOs, like when I had a black triangle hovering over my house, okay, it, its entire undercarriage was lit up. It wasn't just like three balls yeah. that you see on every photo. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there were similarities that I was finding online, but no, it was never quite enough to say that's my experience. Yeah. And so my good friend Johnny Enoch came up and he's like dude we got to get you back on the radio and i'm like no dude i'm not going back on the radio you know not doing that and he's like but the more i thought about it the more he pressed the more i thought you know what this is a good way for me selfishly to try and get answers to what i'm seeing because i could ask questions like have you ever seen a black triangle that's all lit up right 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 dang that's super fun. It sounds yeah, like yeah. really fun trying to get to the bottom of it. And, yeah, and I mean, that's, that's the best part about what we do is, yeah. is trying fun. to get those answers, yeah. you know, and just it being is. able to talk to people and hear their stories, you know, connecting the similarities, finding the differences, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, that story yeah. sounds very similar, but this one huge difference is very interesting, you yeah. know, and, and that's, that's super cool. I love right. that. Yeah. And that, I think you hit it right on the head there. Where all there's always that one big difference. Yeah, yeah. Nothing is ever the same. So, like for instance, the, the ETs that I have seen, people have seen something similar, but they haven't seen what I have seen. Right, right, right. And that's that's what I don't understand. That's the thrill of trying to figure out what is going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this is why we can't shoot down people's experiences. Right. It's too easy to try and debunk somebody. Because how do we debunk in the paranormal? I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to do. It's, it, it is easy. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. You're yeah. exactly right. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's kind of it's kinda nice to see that there's a lot of people who still do that, but it really seems like the tide is, tra- yeah. is starting to change. And it's kind of like, all right, so there's all these people who are having these experiences. At what point are all these people officially crazy? Or lying, mm-hmm. you know, and it's kind of hard to, you know, discount that. It's like, well, there's a lot. There's a whole lot, and they can't all be. Okay, you know. we always want to put people down in the internet age. We don't want to take people's word anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with social media. What's wrong with changing that focus and believing it? Why are we not allowed to do that, guys? Yeah, absolutely. Right. What, what's wrong with saying to somebody and looking them in the eye because they've had something traumatic happen and they feel the need that they need to reach out to you and tell you their story? Yeah. What's wrong with being able to say to that person, I believe you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? It's like walking up, you know, and I'm not trying to be all profound here, okay? But it's like walking up to a stranger 
on a sidewalk and just saying good morning. <laughs> maybe that sets. Maybe they've had a shitty day. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you know that that woman that you that you just said good morning to, you know, maybe her child just died in hospital or her husband left her for another woman and now and she's homeless or whatever. Right. Like you just don't know what a person is going through. Yeah. And 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 I realize it sounds like an extreme example, but when it comes to this field, it's very similar because there's a lot of people out there who are who are do, you know committing suicide losing friends absolutely who are you know because they don't want the ET contact to continue mm-hmm. I have two listeners that I know of that literally were about to commit suicide until they heard the show wow. to learn that they weren't alone Wow and they reached out to me and it, literally it brought tears to my eyes yeah powerful right. stuff man. right not you know because you don't when you're when you're putting on a, a nightly show you don't think about that mm-hmm. you really don't all you're thinking about is okay what can i get out of my guests you're not realizing the impact you're having on your listener mm-hmm. and when you realize that they have they have a bond with you and they they trust your word and that you're not going to lead them astray mm-hmm. and then you tell them that you believe them it's very powerful yeah you know, yes. and what's wrong with believing people? Just because your research doesn't show, or your photographs don't match up, or your video doesn't match up, who cares? Absolutely, yeah, <coughs> yeah. We're, we've recently started to kind of uh, find that out ourselves, like mm-hmm. that connection that you have between the listeners and what it is that you're doing. You know, we get like these awesome, like you know, just letters and and, and messages, and it's like, wow. That's really awesome mm-hmm. that you were able to like connect with somebody on mm-hmm. on that level for them to care enough to reach out Absolutely. to you and talk to you. Absolutely, but what did it cost you? Nothing, man. Just a, a no. couple minutes of our time yeah. of, of stuff exactly. that we enjoy doing anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, yeah, it's really been fun to, to see that grow. Like, yeah, it's really been fun to be a part of. But it didn't cost you anything to be human. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's a good. And point, there man. are people out there, guys. Whether they're at this conference or whether they are just sitting at home because they've had some horrible alien experiences and they're afraid of the world. Okay? Yeah. What's wrong with telling them, I believe you? This may have caught... Guys, I, I think I'm, I'm a pretty good guy. <coughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. I'm not trying to scare you with my cough. Oh, no. Don't I worry. Just, it's not I coronavirus. <laughs> um, but what, what is wrong with telling someone that you believe them. What is wrong with saying, you know what, I don't think you're psycho. I don't think you're lying. I believe you in what happened. Because there's a lot of people who have lost friends, mm-hmm. family. I know, I, because of my experiences, I lost my best friend of 28 years. Yeah. Turned on me. This is a guy I supported, right? Yeah, right? Through a lot of shit. All right? And when I needed him, I got to screw you. Right? That sucks. That sucks I haven't talked to him in three years. Apparently, he's getting married this weekend. Oh, yeah. Right? Dude. Or this in a week from now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that I know. But, <laughs> oh, you know. That's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to be his best man. Right. I'm the guy who introduced him to his wife. Wow. Oh, or wow. his future wife. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, is what it is, uh-huh. I can't do anything about it. Because my choice of lifestyle in wanting to learn about my experience was more important. 
and right. he didn't want to come on that journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there. So the powerful words of I believe you, look, we're all smart enough to see through bullshit. Yeah. All right? I remember I had a guest on, oh, about three and a half years ago, who was trying to say that he was being protected by men in black. And, like, all of a sudden it was like he was reading out of a comic book. <laughs> yeah. Right? As my job as host, you know, a lot of people, well, why didn't you cut him off? Everybody wants to cut everybody off these days. No. Let him make an ass out of himself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And dig his own grave. This isn't for me to do. I bring the people on. I try and vet the people as best as I can. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And my team tries to. But in the end, the person's going to make or break themselves. It's up to the audience to choose whether or not you believe them. It's not mm-hmm. my choice. Right, mm-hmm. right. I just try and bring the credibility. And sometimes you fail. Yeah, sometimes you, can, you, you can't fail. Always, you can't always, you know. Yeah. yeah. Can I, can I, I, had be, one, huh? I had one gentleman on who about halfway through the show started wanting to uh, talk about these magic staffs that he was created and selling for $2,100 Canadian. Whoa. Magic <laughs> staffs? Yeah, and that everybody should have a magic staff. And he started making it into an infomercial. Oh, on your show? On my show. Uh-huh. So <laughs> finally, I, thank <laughs> that God. That me off, Thank God I only had the guy booked for two hours, not three. <laughs> Okay. Okay, but I came back on the air and I said, and I apologized to my listeners, and I said, you know, this I, I apologize. He stopped answering my questions, you know, and he went into full infomercial about this staff. I said, I do not. I said, I do not condone buying this. I know nothing about this. Please, twenty one hundred dollars for a lot of you is more than your monthly income. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Stay away. Yeah. All right. Or if you choose to, that you want to do it, but I am not endorsing this product. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. And that honesty is what you need to do. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Do I yeah. know if it works? No. <laughs> but you don't turn my interview into an infomercial. Yeah. 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 It just yeah. starts just selling a whole bunch of crap that you're making. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. No. I mean, uh, I'd, I'd try out the magic staff for sure. I want to see I what mean, it's about. I mean, if he sends you one. I don't right? I didn't think If he sends you one and you're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah. we'll try this out yeah. live, you know, we'll, we'll do well, a, a live stream with the magic staff. That sounds like some good If content. it works, yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm still not telling you to buy it, but... <laughs> It does work, it does right? Work, yeah. Or this is a piece of shit, and I use it for hiking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I just want to know, because in my three years since doing that interview, or two years, I still haven't seen anybody walking around with the staff. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if I'm walking around with the staff, my beard better be about three feet long. <laughs> yes. My hair must be about another foot longer. Yes. And I better be wearing a cape. <laughs> In a robe. Oh man, yes. Uh, somebody comes comes at you like like the wizard game where you finish exactly. a beer and then you <laughs> yeah. tape that beer can until you have the largest staff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, With a beer dude. box on your head. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's great. Just the man. way it goes. That's great, yeah. man. Well, that's super interesting, dude. Yeah. Uh, I I think we should leave it there. Yeah. Definitely. I I love that. What's wrong? With believing somebody, yeah, you know, Saying I think that's I a, a beautiful way to kind of end that, and yeah. and just uh, yeah, there is nothing wrong with believing somebody. Do yeah. your own, you know, investigating your own research. Come to your own conclusion. At the end of the day, it is up to you on on how you feel. Um, but don't automatically dismiss people just because the story sounds a little strange. Um, 
because it is a little strange, and we're all just trying to figure it out. Absolutely, and and we should say because you guys have been telling me the whole time that one of your fans is a fan of mine, Joseph. Oh yes, yes. Joseph. Yeah. So we got to give yeah. a show, Joseph. How you doing, brother? Yeah. What's up, I hope man? you have a great time. There is a present for you that these guys have from me, so make sure uh, you have fun with it and enjoy it. Thank you so much for being a listener, and to anybody else who, you know, wants to. Have this, these guys is a great podcast. <laughs> Tune it on in, and hopefully, if you give us a try, maybe we can earn one or two of your listening ears. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, you, you guys uh, yeah, you all finished that up? All awesome. right, guys. Well, it was good uh, talking to you all again, and we'll catch up with you all in a little bit. Peace. Peace.